Hello and welcome back to my first fan fiction, the podcast where I L read the first fan fiction that I ever wrote. Here we are, uh, joined by my roommate and gremlin Duncan. What do the gremlins say? <laughs> I, I'm referring mostly to if you have not seen by now our post on Instagram about our Twitter thread. We I did a Twitter thread in which I explained what Duncan and I have been up to, which is mainly playing Animal Crossing during this quarantine. And Duncan has just been wreaking absolute havoc on my poor little island. <laughs> just an absolute gremlin every single day. And it has not been going well for me. Uh, did you feed me after midnight? I think I might have. <laughs> and fed you some turnips. That might be the issue. <laughs> uh, here's your chance to defend yourself since you couldn't defend yourself in the Twitter thread. Do you have anything to say for all of the damage you've done to the island of hot sauce? I mean... I have a lot to say. I would say that I haven't done damage. I'm leading a movement against the tyrant queen of the island, Hot Sauce L, who is literally sitting atop the island on an estate or a plantation, as she calls it. Um, and, and fundamentally, she does not understand the way that the rest of the islanders live. Meanwhile, she's emboldened herself to make all kinds of decisions about the infrastructure, life on the island, what goes where, what kind of business policies we have, zoning laws. Meanwhile, never consulting with islanders, never... Um, I mean, I, it, it, it's just hard to describe how out of touch she is and how little she's willing to listen to her constituency. So I'm leading a movement right here. I'm not causing mischief or causing mayhem or being a gremlin. This is an important social <laughs> movement that she's not respecting. Uh, my response to that is that Duncan has not only not gotten to know any of the other villagers, he does not know any of their names, and he has frequently stole from their backyards, which I have painstakingly decorated. He frequently prowls about the island looking for furniture to steal that I have meticulously set up and defacing the island that I have worked so hard to cultivate. And to respond to the idea of my estate, yes, it is an estate. But also, I did have to move because people like Duncan decided to move next door to me and put up signs that say, L sucks, all over my property. Do you see now why I have to do what I'm doing? <laughs> It's because the capitalist class has no conception of what the regular folks on the island are going through. She's listen, so stuck listen. in her own notions of pulling herself up by her bootstraps, this mythical idea that anyone can achieve whatever they want as long as they put the work in, that she's willing to step on other people's dreams and ambitions so long as it doesn't get so long as as they represent any kind of threat to her supremacy over the island. Further, it is completely in keeping with her character to resort to these sorts of ad hominems in the middle of a debate that's supposed to be founded on ideas and facts. We have the same debate every day. <laughs> every day since we got Animal Crossing, we've had this argument. Also, Hot Sauce is a communist island. You can only visit if you are a comrade. Duncan is not a comrade. What are you talking about? <laughs> you have it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you are certainly not a comrade. This is what they call astroturfing, in which a big corporate interest creates a false grassroots organization, right? They'll pretend to start a movement from the ground up. You're witnessing that in real time, folks. She is the biggest <laughs> capitalist this side of the Mississippi, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
on a lighter note, if you want to send me your friend code, I'll add you <laughs> as my friend. If you come, uh, we can hang out. You can have some of my fruit. Uh, just Duncan's not allowed, though. You're, he's the only one who's not allowed up in my area. Yeah. Her Nintendo Switch membership does not allow me to go to other people's <laughs> islands. That was a mistake. I did purchase the wrong membership. And for that, I apologize. But I will not apologize for what I've done with hot sauce. I am their fearless leader. But anyway, on a lighter note, I hope you've all been well uh, dealing with the brave new world. As I've uh, tweeted about on my Twitter, um, I've been working on my fanfiction vigorously in these days of quarantine. And I did unfortunately paste, like I was kind of moving around sections of one chapter that was in edit. And I accidentally pasted it into a work Google document that people were lurking in. And I was like, no, <laughs> Jesus. Because all I do is work in uh, Google Docs for work. And it was uh, terrifying. So that's how my week's been going. I hope that they never noticed that that happened. I don't think that they did, but you never know. How have you been, Duncan? Good. Okay. <laughs> you can't relate? No. Do you think, if you were to ever write fan fiction about something, what would you write it about? Uh, probably The Expanse. Yeah, that makes sense, actually, yeah. Every time I get a comment these days on one of my stories, I'm like, oh my god, is this going to be the one? Is this <laughs> going to be the one where someone from the podcast finally found me? Because I feel like it's bound to happen now. I'm playing a little too fast and loose <laughs> with my account. I don't know. <laughs> I think the pumpernickel comment is bound to come soon enough. And if it does, uh, congratulations. I, I will applaud you myself. I will, I will see it and I will applaud and then, yes, and then probably... Unfortunately, delete the comment. <laughs> I think my regular readers will be like, why did she have got all these comments that say pumpernickel? Um, yeah, so in, meanwhile, in a much happier place, it's very weird to read this story in these uh, quarantine, uh, qu quarantine, quarantine days. So I'm just like, why is Elle up to all this nonsense? Shouldn't she be indoors? She should be self-isolating. Even if there wasn't a pandemic, she should be self-isolating. Yeah. She just causes havoc wherever she goes. That's a good joke. Thank you. She just needs to be indoors for one day. So as we know, in the previous episode, it was the Elle is so hot episode for some reason. It was just everyone praising how pretty she was. She is reunited with her family after uh, being gone for them for three years because she faked her death. You know, whatever. And that's pretty much it. It was just her getting to know... Her family again, Tom and Karina are like on the rocks, which is weird. Jumbi and Katarzyna are grown up uh, little British babies. And yeah, that, that's kind of all that happened, I think, in the last chapter. Am I missing anything? Uh, oh, Serene you have a threw roommate. a house party. Yeah. yeah, Serene threw a house party. That's right. Serene is my British roommate. Duggan, uh, you will be doing a uh, regional dialect for Serene now. Now you've decided. No, I was already doing a regional dialect for you, Serene. You were? Okay. <laughs> Do you have a misconception about regional dialects? I was doing a different British accent for Serene. Okay. I'll say that. Okay, okay. I did intend to uh, listen to some different Brits talk before this episode, but then you said, do you want to record right now? And I said, yes. <laughs> I just, so it's I, not my fault at all. No, I just remembered I was planning to do that. It's, right, it's not right. your fault, but I, sorry. All right. So we'll debut the new regional accents in episode 16. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Okay, I'll just wing it. <laughs> The title of the chapter is Making Up for Lost Time, which I'm going to call it now. It means that they're going to bone. It's just, that's what that, that's the only thing that that could mean. No, I think that they're going to time travel. <laughs> they're going to make up for lost time by going back in time and just reliving. Literally this. making up for him. <laughs> Literally making up for it. I mean, I don't think that's making up for lost time. I think that's just getting back lost time. Yep, that's yeah. what they're going to do. <laughs> okay, sure. The description of the chapter is time to make up for three years of being apart. 
okay. <laughs> Very straightforward. Yeah, I, I my assumption is that this means that the that Bill and Elle are gonna bone and she's gonna conceive her new child because as we know, Jacob has been adopted. <laughs> Which means he's pretty much gone forever. R.I.P. Jacob. We miss you already. Yeah. Ugh. Are you ready to get into the chapter, Duncan? Yes. It doesn't indicate whose POV this is, so I think it's Elle's. It's just been so long since we've been in her POV that I'm a little bit nervous. I spent the week catching up with the band. Serene has been hanging out with us, too. Oh, look at Serene. She's just moving on up in the world. Good for Serene. Weird. Yeah. They really seem to like her. Even though the guys are on vacation, they had to play one concert. Oh, that band manager. I'm shaking my fist that at him. Guy, that, that guy. That guy's so industrious. Oh, it's better than 19 video shoots, but I guess one concert on their vacation is a... Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty close to a vacation. That means they get. can expense everything, yeah, to be true. honest. <laughs> Me, Karina, Serene, Jumbi, and Katarzyna waited backstage. The twins wanted to run onto the stage, but I held them back. <gasps> Let them go. Let them go. Does that mean she's not in the band now? Oh, that's a good question. I, I guess There's she's... no reason for her to be in the band. Yeah, they, they gave up on her and her unplugged piano. <laughs> Unless they're going to... Like announce on stage, yeah. Ella's alive. Actually, yeah, that's I. That was what I was just thinking. Is that it would probably be weird to be like, all right, remember our dead bandmate? <laughs> we have a very exciting and unexpected announcement. Uh, once the concert was over, I couldn't hold them anymore. They ran onto the stage, and Bill caught them. I hope the babies will crowd serve. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> these little gremlins. <laughs> The crowd on, and they came backstage with us. Oh, let the babies crowd serve. Let them go. Let yeah. them mosh. Woo! Let the babies in the pit. Let the babies in the pit. I held Katarzyna, and we started to leave. Then I noticed Tom and Serene were gone. Uh-oh. That can't be good. Oh. If you thought they were going to do this, why were you letting Serene hang around in the first place? Hmm? I, I, don't, I didn't think that Elle thought that they were going to do that. I think she thought that Tom would stick to his marital vows. The way that she says, uh-oh. That can't be good. Suggest. Wait, uh oh. That, that can't. can't be gone. Oh, yeah. I think Sorry, she meant to say there, yeah. good. Yeah, I. I the way I she says so. that indicates to me that she was already on edge about that, right? I think, no, I think that it was one of those things where it's like, obviously, you, this is something that could happen, but you're going to be optimistic about it. You would think that Tom would not act on that, but now that you see that they are both missing, you're like, oh, no, that thing that I had hoped w- wouldn't happen has happened. So I think it's fine. Sad. This is exciting. We have Serene's POV. Um, oh, good. More old town road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about this. I did notice when I was editing this chapter that we had a new POV. And I was thinking, how would I do this? What if it's God Save the Queen? God Save the Queen. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're hearing right now. Okay. <laughs> I already am doing a British accent. I've done a British accent for someone's POV. I did it for Dylan's. And I don't want to... I do such bad British accents that I don't want to do it. So I've decided that Serene's voice is just whispered like asmr so serene has a very asmr voice yeah get on in close right, to the microphone right. closer closer just closer, a warning closer. to anyone uh who's listening and you're doesn't gonna fall like, right asleep you're gonna go right to sleep that's our goal you gotta be very close to the microphone for this the boys finished their concert and we started to leave but tom grabbed my hands <laughs> can i talk to you <laughs> I'm sorry the whiplash you're all gonna get i'm so sorry this might be a bad idea we'll see how this goes uh okay sure no that's not it that's not she's it. like what you she's struggle like, so what 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 she goes like what you're doing your vocal warm-ups what 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 <laughs> like uh nah, it's an at 
You go, oh, it's all right. Are you reading the line or are you just... No. Okay. I'm warming up. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, okay, sure. He pulled me to a dark corn. <laughs> it says to a dark corn. That's what it says. <laughs> God, Duncan has removed his glasses and curled into the fetal position. <laughs> Why does it say corn? Oh, corner. Oh, because you know Elle loves her dark corners. (laughs) That's where Luke pulled her last time. No, he pulled Uh, her into a dark corner. Yes, okay. I think it's supposed to say he pulled me to a dark corner. That's not what it says. It says he pulled me to a dark corn. (laughs) I'm sorry for anyone who was hoping to relax in this chapter. That was just not a very relaxing sentence. So, what's up? I was wondering if you wanted to go out with me. Oh, you're married. Very scandalous. Very scandalous. Oh, but aren't you and Karina dating? No, we're just friends. You're really, you're struggling with these two accents here, aren't you? No, I'm doing a perfect (laughs) job. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, go. Great. Okay, that was, uh, <laughs> that was easy. A, yeah, beautiful romance we have going here. All right, and she just believed that so willingly. She was oh, like, she's yep. like, oh yeah, friends. Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wearing wedding rings, but and you both say that you're husband and wife, but you're just friends. Yeah, that checks out, checks out, checks out. We walked back to where the others were. What were you guys doing? Nothing. And now we're back to my POV, so you can, uh, your ears can adjust. No more relaxing. Please wake up. <laughs> Play a siren there. <laughs> Time to wake up. Yeah. We started to walk out and I got a headache. Oh God, oh God, this is not good. Whenever she has some kind of ache or pain, it's something bad. Head cancer? Yeah, let's call it now. This is brain cancer. I usually get these whenever I hear something loud. Oh, it's the siren we just played to wake the audience up. There oh, well, it's got meta. Oh, luckily I have pills for it. It takes 10 minutes for them to start working. All right, you're on the clock. Yeah, this regular old pharmacist here. Okay, ma'am. Ed, what are you doing? Taking my pills. For what? My headaches. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Maybe it's not anything. Hey, this checks out to me. This sounds fine. Yeah, I know. Enjoying those... um, Sweet copay-free um, prescriptions you got from the uh, from the doctor, the yeah. NHS. Yeah, because universal health care for all. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I ate my pills. Yes, <laughs> yes, the best way to take pills. She got ate out them. her portable fork and knife. She put some A one sauce on there. Wait, no, what's the British sauce? There's a specific British sauce. Oh, really? Isn't oh, there? I don't, I don't know. It's like A one sauce. All right. Remember uh, we had it at that restaurant in Boston. We did. Yeah. No. Oh, it's HP sauce, so I guess she's using HP sauce then. Or, that, or, as they would say, HP sauce. Okay, thank you, Duncan. <laughs> and she cuts into her pills with a fork and knife. Yes. And she chomps them down. And that's actually, that's like, um, that's that's food fit for the queen in England. That's a fine delicacy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I ate my pills and my headache started to go away. Well, that was sooner than 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sure, glad I sure. set a timer yeah. because I, an- I anticipated this. Yeah. In, in this world, 10 minutes is actually like a second. This yeah. gives us more of a conception of time. That's really interesting. So yeah. that would suggest that like 60 years have passed. <laughs> <laughs> when we got back, the twins wanted to play. 
I like Bill Rest since he just did a concert and I played with the twins. There. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you haven't seen them in three years. Seems like you, you owe him a little bit of a break. He just performed a concert. That too. In crowded London town. <laughs> at Wembley Stadium. On his vacation. <laughs> they wanted to play hide and seek. I was actually pretty easy to find them. Oh my okay. god. Yep, it was actually pretty easy. Yep, that, this is riddled with typos today. You were just absolutely smashed when you wrote this <laughs> chapter. You couldn't see your fingers. I did. I had too much Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> this must have been what it was. Katarzyna was hiding behind a curtain. Yeah, good for Katarzyna. Yeah. A fun place to hide. <laughs> Found you, Katarzyna. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, pretty man. good. Let me yeah. give it another shot. Oh, man. I can't do it. It's hard to say. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, man. No, do I don't have British it. Babies terrible. Would little, hey, would, man. I don't think little British babies would say, oh, man. Oh, man. Now help me find your brother. I'm not supposed to tell where he is. Fine. I started tickling her. Tell me where he is. No. <laughs> okay, so much like me, the babies are extremely ticklish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a cookie. Okay. <laughs> Look at this bartering queen. <laughs> a capitalist queen. She's taking her down. I stopped tickling her. Okay, now where is he? Nah, cookie fest. Oh, a queen, we stand. Yeah, but what is a cookie to her? She should be saying biscuit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She's not from. Uh, no, she's not actually she's British. She's not actually British. But yeah, good she point. should be conforming to the local customs. All right, all right. So can you please amend the line then? Yes, biscuit fest. <laughs> Mummy? Biscuit fast. Biscuit, okay. please. It's tea time. <laughs> Whoa, she really is smart. Yeah, this the, this baby has already proved that it is smarter than Elle. <laughs> yeah, she knows the word biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I took her to the kitchen and gave her the cookie. When she finished it, she took my hand and led me to the bathroom. I found Jumbi hiding in a corner. That's not a very good hiding spot. He's just in the corner of the bathroom. Jumbi's really slipped. No, not even in a dark corner. Yeesh. Or a dark corn, even. <laughs> Gotcha, Jumbi. This is also a weird way to spell gotcha. G-O-T-T-Y-A. I would spell it with a C-H. Yeah, G-O-T-C-H. That's how I would spell it. Gotcha? G-O-T-C-H-A, sorry. Uh, my spelling is uh, just as great now as it was then. Yes, it is. <laughs> he ran away and I chased him. I caught him in the hallway, picked him up, and kissed his cheek. He giggled and hugged me. Ha <laughs> ha! I love you, mummy! <laughs> I love you too, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> He's turned to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> we did two more rounds. Then it was time for the twins to go to bed. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. It's yeah. like, go, go ahead, babies. Well, she hasn't had to raise kids and raise kids in four years. That's she's true. She's forgotten. Just, when she's run out of things to do, she's like, all right, go to bed. <laughs> but it's only 11.30. <laughs> they were mad, so I read them a story. After a while, they fell asleep. I gave each of them a kiss and left their room. I sat on the couch and somebody covered my eyes. Who could it be, I wonder? It's the, um, it's, that's Satan. Okay. <laughs> Satan himself, back again. Guess who? Bill, stop it. Ah, uh, how'd you know? Gee, I wonder how she did know. <laughs> I know you too well. I turned around and Bill gave me a bouquet of flowers. What, wasn't he asleep like a minute ago? When did he have the time to leave? Very sneaky. Oh, like, so he went through the window and he like built like a rope out of the, uh, like the comforter. <laughs> and he like went down through the side of the building and Anna, got out. I have no idea where he got a bouquet of flowers because they don't grow flowers in England. He probably had to travel to France to get those. What are you talking about? Why are you so mean to England? <laughs> Why are you so mean? I'm not mean. I just know for a fact that they don't 
don't grow flowers there. They don't have them. Where are you? Where are you getting this from? What are you talking about? You have some very L-esque logic going on. I'm here. just trying to add some color to the story. There's a plenty of color in this story. I don't know what you could possibly need. Yeah, all those various colors of flowers. Oof. What's this for? Just making sure you don't leave again. Yes, because I was so poorly treated. That's why I decided to pretend to die the first time. I was like, you don't buy me enough flowers. I'm going to go jump off this bridge. You did, you did leave the day after Jacob and Bill... Um, uh, uh, oh, set word? fire to my brownies? Yeah, there was a word. I, they colluded to set fire to your brownies um, and not tell you. Yeah. I don't know if you ever found out about it. I did find out about it. Remember I beat Bill with that spatula? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if anything, Bill should be leaving me. I should be buying him bouquets of flowers. Well, yes, but yeah. that's... That's not the way that she operates. Well, that's... It goes without saying. <laughs> I hugged him and kissed his cheek. Too okay, much sorry. kiss cheek. Too much cheek kissing in this chapter. That's You know what? It's because they're in Europe. <laughs> it's just ways of greeting. Oh, I missed your kisses. Don't worry. I'll make up for it. Boo. She's gonna kiss his dick. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Do you think that we'll ever see, like, actual implied fellatio in this story? I hope not. I don't think so. We, we barely have implied sex. Like, these babies were kind of mostly conceived by, like, the magic of who knows what. Because <laughs> it's like, we barely have anything here. So I did, I'd like to see it. You wouldn't know this from your own uh, writing habits, mm -hmm. but you don't actually need to describe the act of intercourse to, like, <laughs> to, to expect it. that it happens. I mean, we barely have, like, you know, like in... We have, like, the equivalent of, like, in a movie when people start kissing and it cuts to black, except it's so much less obvious what's going on because then they're just like, hello, like, the next day. Like, hours have passed. That's all right with me. All right. I don't know. I'm just saying I'd like to see. I'd like to see how this progresses. I would not. <laughs> I continued kissing him and he blushed. He slipped his hands underneath my shirt and rubbed my back. Fellatio, it's going to happen. Sad. Oh, Tuckins removed his glasses oh, again. You hate this chapter. I do. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. He picked me up and carried me to our room. You can pretty much guess what happened next. I'm sick of her at telling me to guess. I'm sick of it. Thank you, Arthur L. <laughs> well, fine. I will fill in the blanks myself. We've been through this before, and the reason that she wrote that is because she did not know. <laughs> she did not know what happens. She thinks that they just T-pose in the room. That's what I'm saying. Every time it's not explicitly said what someone is doing, they're T-posing. There you go. <laughs> the next morning, I woke up to Bill smiling at me. Oh, very creepy. <laughs> I'd be very afraid if I woke up and Duckett was just smiling at me. Especially you would be because I would be up to something. <laughs> yes, because you always are. <laughs> You're constantly up to something. Why are you looking at me? You're just so beautiful. Aw, you're so sweet. Ugh. I hate this. This is a terrible chapter. Yeah, we don't like this chapter. I kissed him and we both got up and got dressed. Gross. The minute we... Okay, getting dressed is gross? No, the kissing. Okay. To be clear. The minute we finished getting dressed, Jumbi and Katarzyna burst through the door and tackled us. Jesus Christ. The babies all... I don't think... No, if I said this before, but the babies have also been gifted with my incomprehensible strength. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. That's genetics. Just like, blah! <laughs> coming through that door. Mommy! Daddy! We're hungry! <laughs> I like your line reading for that. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, but you'll have to get off of us. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Logic. 
They got off of us and we stood up. My head suddenly started throbbing. Oh, the cancer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, Sad about that cancer. Okay. Ow. I must have hit my head when the twins tackled me. Plus, the headache from yesterday never really went away. Oh, my God. She has a headache on top of a headache. Oh, now I'm worried it actually is going to be brain cancer. <laughs> think, to be clear, I do think it's going to be brain cancer. Oh, Jesus. Ah, I need aspirin. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You sure? Mm-hmm. All right, oh. it's time to have a delicious breakfast of pills again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they serve in England. <laughs> we made stop being mean to England. Uh, you go to the you go to the grocery there, and they're like, "What size pills do you want?" Duncan, please. <laughs> As I've told you, we have listeners in the UK. Stop alienating them. Greetings to my British friends. <laughs> <laughs> we made breakfast for the kids, then sat at the table. My headache started to get worse. Sorry, I imagine her head is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) That would be fun. Yeah, like a blueberry. After breakfast, I laid on the couch and buried my head in the pillow. Bill sat next to me and rubbed my back. Did you want me to take you to the hospital? Yeah. Okay, yep. (laughs) My head hurts. Let's go to the hospital. Yeah, okay. You know, know, in this story, that's just kind of the progression of things. It's like, do you feel slightly off? Yes, let's go to the hospital. Maybe Bill has wizened up and he's like, we better get her to the hospital before, you know, she has a heart attack or whatever's going to happen next. (laughs) He saw her lay down and he's like, all right, time to go. She has has brain cancer. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) He picked me up so the twins followed us to the car. What, okay, the twins just knew. They were like, okay. As we drove to the hospital, my headache got worse. Soon I couldn't think straight. Oh, girl, you could never think straight. <laughs> when we got to the hospital, they did a CAT scan. Good for her for knowing what that is. On me. I sat on a bed in a room that a doctor came in, shaking his head. Well, that's never good. Mm. <laughs> that's just very rude of that doctor. You shouldn't have come to the hospital. You were perfectly fine. <laughs> it was merely a headache. What's wrong with me? A perfectly normal first thing to ask the doctor when they walk in and when they're shaking their head. Well, it seems you have. And that is the end of the chapter. Wow, it's brain cancer. Let's just all say it now. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need, I don't know what kind of cliffhanger she thought this was. And actually, we do have an author's note for this chapter. And then the author's note music that Duncan has forced me to add. Oh, cliffhanger. I'm so evil. And then it's like the... The emoji that's the uh, triangle brackets, go, like going like inwards. So you're like, ah, that one. It's that emoji. Yeah, it's like rightward facing carrot, period, leftward facing carrot. Yes. So I think she has brain cancer. Need we continue with the predictions or are we just good? Yeah, I predict that her head is going to grow to the size of a beach ball. Ooh, I think her head's already the size of a beach ball, just as is. She's a big headed person. <laughs> That's how I figured, you know, like I've personally pictured her as a brat stall. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, her head is going to grow to the size of a manatee. Sure. That's fine. What is that? Oh, it's like a kind of like a weird, like a kind of like a walrus. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> All right. There you have it. There's something definitely wrong with her head. Either. <laughs> okay. That, uh, I think she's going to have head cancer. It's going to not even be brain cancer. It'll be head cancer. And Duncan thinks that her head will grow to the size of a what? A manatee? Yes, a manatee. Oh, a man. Oh, a manatee. Okay. I thought you were saying something else. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. There you go. That's, that's the easiest chapter we've ever had to predict. Thank you, Elle. You thought you were being so slick and suspicious. Whatever. You can't sneak anything by yeah, these two. Yeah. No, you freaking jerk. You. <laughs> this is all this. She's on one trick pony that lasts. We know her games. 
Anyway, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at My First Fan Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at First Fan Fiction Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at My First Fan Fiction. And you can email me at myfirstfanfiction at gmail.com. Duncan is leaning in very close to the microphone, and I don't know why. What do you need? Nothing. Get away from there. Why? You're too close. Nobody needs you that close. Don't let your grandma put a curse on you. Oh, no! Oh, no!